Hey everybody, welcome back to the Queer Collective Podcast. My name is Carbon and welcome to the show. So as you can tell from the title of this podcast, today I'm going to be talking about the time that I got a psychic reading. Now before I even get into the story, I want to first explain where I'm coming from in regards to whether or not I believe in psychic mediums. Now, I don't necessarily believe in psychics, and I don't not believe in psychics, right? I don't discredit them. The point isn't on whether or not I believe. I genuinely just think that it's a cool experience and a very great story to tell now at this point. Um, But I just find it super fascinating, and that's why I'm bringing the story up. That's why I even had the reading in the first place. So without further ado... Let's jump into it. Now, it all started in the month of September, I believe it was 2017, when I first moved to Toronto. Now, I had just started a brand new job and I didn't know anyone. I thought to myself, well, I'm in a new city where I don't really know anybody at all, so I might as well just download Tinder and get to meet some people. So I download the app and I'm swiping left and right and left and right and left and left and a little bit more left and then right and then left, 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 always left and then a little bit right again. And I come across someone who super liked me. Now, usually everybody's ego on Tinder is pretty high. So people don't tend to super like other people, um, especially where, you know, at least in my experience. So what I would come across often, even in people's Tinder bios, would be like, if I super liked you, it was an accident. You know, it wasn't me because their ego is probably a little bit too high to actually super like someone. So needless to say, coming across a super like was pretty rare. So that immediately caught my attention. So I went into the person's bio who super liked me and I was looking through their photos and I was like, okay, she's pretty cute. And I decided I'm going to match with her. And the person that I matched with, her name is Emily, who most of you know by now is actually my girlfriend. So I match with her and I make the first virtual move, which is to message her. So I send her a message and we just get to talking. Now, unfortunately, I can't prove any of these messages because I logged back into Tinder, I re-downloaded the app just to see if I could pull up those old messages. And unfortunately, when I deleted the app, I also deleted my account. And I tried so many different ways to get those conversations back, and I couldn't. So for the sake of the story, you're just going to have to trust that what I'm saying is true. Now, keep in mind that I matched with Emily. Remember this part because I'm actually going to come back to it later. So when I first moved to Toronto, I had actually just come out of a recent heartbreak. So you could say I was a bit lonely, a bit sad, and ultimately a bit lost. And my ex um, had actually introduced me to the psychic that is in the story. So essentially what I thought is, you know, I'm not doing much else. I might as well just give it a try, see what happens, and um, go along for the ride. So I schedule an appointment through Facebook and we start talking uh, a little bit about my life. Um, We get into my love life and I ask questions like, am I going to meet anyone here in Toronto? Uh, Is there hope yet? And she starts talking about a mystery love interest that is apparently in my area. And I actually do have the conversation 
um, receipts pulled up. So I'm going to be displaying them on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. But essentially, she says, a female spirit is here and it's telling me that someone else is coming or connecting with you nearly right away. And she is an intense love interest. Now, when I, she talks about uh, female male spirits, essentially, uh, the way that she described uh, how she gets information, essentially, is that once she's talking to someone, their spirit guides come to visit her. And that's where she gets all the information from. So just a little bit of a background and some context there. And then she says, this woman appears to be near you geographically or very local to you and I feel that you are meeting her almost right away. I see something connected to TV or media. At this point I'm thinking what the heck is going on right like what do you mean TV or media? I wasn't sure what the heck she was talking about so because I'm also a professional dancer and I moved to Toronto for dance I thought maybe I'll meet this mystery person through an audition, maybe we'll work together on some sort of show or a music video or some sort of project. So immediately I start looking out for this mystery person while I'm going to auditions and while I'm just working with people in general when it comes to different projects. So we have a few more readings and then she says this. She may not work within that industry, but I keep getting energy involving television or media, but not a famous presence, someone that would work remotely or within a background. But I realize that it's very specific for someone that has not come about. But yes, she is a match I have not seen before. She feels so strong. And at this point, I just, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know how I'm supposed to meet this person, but apparently they're really intense, or at least their spirit guides are, are saying that this is going to be intense. So then she gives a little bit more information saying she's not a closed off person, almost too open, and someone who is just very outgoing. So I figured, okay, I need to look for someone who is not closed off, a little too open, very outgoing, and works in some sort of media. Then she says that she asked them, aka the spirit guides, a few times how me and this mystery person meet, particularly this woman who is the other mystery person's spirit guide, says that uh, she indicates it's through a woman that we both know. And it's not intended to hook us up, but it feels very natural or sudden. Now I'm really confused. I'm thinking, okay, so I have to first meet someone that introduces me to the other person, not in a hookup sense or like, I'd like you to meet this person, but more so like, hey, this is my friend. And I'm looking out for anybody that wants to introduce me to their friends at this point. Then she says, I am wondering if they are linking this on purpose. I feel there's a slight link, but they continue to show that this woman is connected yet again to media. So I'm really, really directing all of my energy towards that comment because she's brought it up so many times that it's through media. So I'm thinking, okay, auditions, projects, music videos, shows, something like that, maybe like a performance of some sort. 
Maybe I'll meet her on a dance team or something. So I involve myself heavily with dance. I join a dance team. I start going to as many auditions as possible. I start networking and talking to a lot of people. Now, this isn't just for her, just to be clear. This is also for me because obviously I need connections and networking when it comes to the industry and being a dancer. So I'm just doing this anyway, but I'm doing this with in the back of my head knowing that it could potentially bring me closer to this mystery person that I'm waiting for. So in general, I'm meeting people, right? I'm meeting people and a few of them catch my interest. So I start just putting names out there for the psychic just to see if this is the person that they were talking about. Now, for the sake of the story, I'm not going to reveal anybody's actual names. So any name that I say will just be a made up name. So I spit the name Amanda at this person. And then she says, uh, I just got the male spirit, aka one of my spirit guides, to confirm that Amanda is not the same person that I was seeing, but that she is one of your spiritual matches. She does not appear to be a soulmate from what he can show me. Uh, I'm not being shown clear appearance cues, but I feel such an open, outgoing, bubbly, happy person. I pick up on something about pale pink pants. But that is odd and not really a good physical description. Haha. <laughs> and that one really, really threw me off. I'm like, what the heck? Pink pants? Are you kidding me? Now, at the time, which was 2017, it wasn't, at least in my experience, very common for people to wear pink pants. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm never going to find them. Who the heck wears pink pants out in the open just for funsies? Nobody's doing that right now. There's no way that I'm going to find someone that's wearing pink pants. So I'm literally walking around the street and I have my eyes open and I'm just like looking around seeing if anybody's wearing p pink pants anywhere at all. And surely enough, nobody does during the time that I'm looking uh, at all, which is a little bit you know the definitely the whole month of September um and October and I'm not seeing any pink pants in sight um for months right so I'm like I'm thinking definitely no way this person exists you're messing with me so this mysterious love interest is supposedly a working in the media somehow b near my area geographically c will somehow become a part of my dance journey and then she says when i sort through the energy i feel that you meet her through this mutual friend and then you are going to take this dance and somehow she becomes a part of it too or joins with you. I feel you doing something together that really bonds you. So apparently this mystery love interest is A, uh, working in the media somehow, B, near my area geographically somewhere, C, will somehow become part of my dance career, and then D, will end up doing something together that's going to bond us, and then of course E, there's that random pink pants part that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So all this time that I spend just creepily looking for someone wearing pink pants that works in the media, um, this mythical being that I never encounter is, is just starting to become a little bit too much, too ridiculous, and too overwhelming. 
So I decided that I am just taking this way too far. I shouldn't focus on finding this mythical person and I should just start to live my life. So surely enough, I end up meeting someone that I am interested in and things are going well. So of course, the question, the curiosity does creep back into my brain and I start to think, what if this is the person that they're talking about? No, they weren't wearing pink pants. No, they didn't work in the media, but... I don't know. I just thought, why not give it a shot, put the name out there and see if that's them, see what happens. So I schedule another appointment with the psychic. Um, I tell her all about this new person that I'm seeing. I tell her the name and then she says this. Now, this one's a little bit longer, so just bear with me. Great. I have a few spirits here already. One female spirit guide in particular stands out to me. That is awesome. I will look into... Let's call her Alex. I will look into Alex for you. I feel a lot of energy coming from her direction or that she is truly interested. What is interesting is that she does not appear to match the other soulmate I was getting or her energy does not match anyone uh, I had previously picked up on. So essentially what she's saying is that no, this is not the, the soulmate, the mystery love interest that I was picking up on uh, during our earlier conversation. Uh, she says, I do feel a connection between you and Alex. Uh, would you say she seems more interested in you than you are in her? Question mark. They appear to show a slight imbalance, but mostly in your favor. Now, by that, the psychic meant that Alex was more interested in me than I was in Alex. Uh, so... Then she says, I see something regarding late November. I see Alex around this time, but I'm also seeing a quiet energy. So just a quiet period. As a reader, I tend to avoid time frames as they are difficult, but I really pick up on late November and I see a bit of quiet or a quieter period. I also see a possible second energy. I'm not trying to confuse you. Ultimately, I feel Alex is interested and wants to make this work. I feel a genuine connection I just see a few bumps as I navigate ahead. Then the psychic says, but I really feel that this is good, aka me and Alex, and that she does not match the person I see, but she is meant to be in your life at least temporarily. So the rest of the conversation is actually essentially just the psychic telling me not to focus or overcomplicate so much um, this mystery love interest that I'm supposed to meet, but rather just do what my heart tells me, go after the person that I'm interested in, whether or not they are the energy that the psychic previously felt was this mystery, intense love interest. So I decide that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to pursue my life and not worry so much about when I'm going to meet this mystery person. So sure enough, after a few weeks, uh, things do end up going south. We end up breaking it off. And then I am once again back to where I started, which was feeling lonely, feeling sad and feeling lost. At this point, I'm kind of just worn out of the process. I'm worn out in regards to speaking with the psychic. I'm worn out in regards to searching for the mystery person. And I'm worn out just trying to play this 
journey or rather should I say sculpt this journey rather than just be in it be present in the moment and just experience life so I decide in that moment that I am no longer going to focus on love interests I am no longer going to focus on finding this mystery person or trying to sculpt and model something that I shouldn't have any control over so I decide to just focus on my dance career, focus on my friends, and just see where life takes me. However, I do have some final lingering questions. So I reach out back to the psychic one last time. So at this point, I just want to ask some last few questions and get just a little bit of a better description in regards to um, why I never met this person that I was supposed to meet, um, why they never showed up. And the psychic uh, says the following. I am sorry the mystery soulmate has not yet appeared. Right away, they were actually, they being the guides, referencing a job change that is coming up for you. It feels slight, but I feel that for whatever reason, this woman I have been seeing ties into the chain. This appears to be somewhat minor, so it's not an entirely new career path or even position, but based on what they are showing, it seems as if there's a shift at work. And then immediately following that shift, this woman I have seen, the energy feels familiar, aka there's a strong, strong chance that it's the same person, comes about. I continue to get the media connection as well. I can get into Alex's energy here too. I just wanted to say that as I had been getting it even prior to starting the reading. So essentially, they feel as if everything got kind of backed up and that no matter what, supposedly, I'm still supposed to meet this mystery person, right? So I decide, okay, whatever, you know, if they come, they come. And if they don't, they don't. I'm just going to focus on trying to live my life, trying to build my dance career and do what I came to Toronto for. So I decide from this point forward, I'm not going to have any expectations. I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may. And I'm just going to live my life. On a whim, I decide I'm going to re-download Tinder. And I'm looking through my matches. I see Emily, who has super liked me. And at this point, it had been a month and a half since our last conversation. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to message her again. So I started messaging her and I said, hey, it was a really, really lame message, by the way. But I said, hey, um, you know, I know it's been a while, but uh, I see on your profile that you have uh, some really nice professional photos. I am a photographer, so I would definitely like to collab if you're interested. Let me know. That's what I said to her. I fully did not expect her to reply to that. I realize how lame it is, but it's what I said and I don't regret saying that. So I sent it and she didn't reply. <laughs> she did not reply to my message for three months. Talk about ultimate ghosting. Like I felt bad for the fact that I had ghosted her for a month and a half, but this is the ultimate revenge. She ghosted me for double that time. She ghosted me for three months. So what happened then? Well, 
I went about those three months of my life just doing exactly what I said I was going to do. I just lived it. I didn't really fixate myself so much on trying to find a love interest, on trying to find someone. Uh, I would go on dates here and then, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a huge part of my life. I mostly was focusing on my job in Toronto and on dance. Essentially, I was no longer trying to force my future. Because here's the thing. I know that I said I genuinely just had genuine curiosity in just getting a psychic reading just for the experience, but I would be lying if I said that I did not let it go to my head and I didn't get caught up in it just a little bit to the point where I was letting that guide how I walked around in the world. But eventually she did message me back. And her message is even lamer than my message. It was even worse. It was not a good comeback at all. She said, oh my God, I'm so bad at checking this app. LOL, sorry. Here, text me. Here's my number. And I was like, what do you mean you forgot to check the app? It's been three months. You did not forget to check the app. Something was going on. But eventually we got to talking. We started hanging out. And then that led us here with being together and uh, we're going on almost two years together now. Now, whether or not she's the mystery love interest that the psychic was talking about or whether or not that mystery love interest even exists to begin with, it doesn't matter because I can genuinely say that I am happy with where I'm at. I am happy that I'm no longer trying to force my future and I'm happy that I'm just letting the experiences come and accepting them and embracing them and trying to make the best of them. And that's, I think, was an important part of my life because it taught me to just let things happen. It taught me that I didn't need to force my future or even know my future in advance. It taught me that really all I need is to just follow my heart. As corny as it sounds, it's very, very true. However, there still remains the question, could Emily be the mystery person that the psychic was talking about? Well, let's take a look at some of those key identifying traits that the psychic was talking about and then compare them to Emily. Now, the first thing I want to focus on is actually the most confusing part, which is the timeline. Now, initially, the psychic had told me that I would meet this mystery person in November, then it moved to January, then it moved to April. So what happened? Well, the first time I started talking to Emily on the Tinder app, it was actually late October. However, that quickly came to a halt when I started being interested in someone else and stopped talking to her. Out of speculation, I would say that's reason enough to push back the timeline. The fact that I now had interest in somebody else meant that I no longer had interest in meeting Emily. So, I stopped talking to her for a month and a half, therefore pushing back the timeline. Now, the person that I was seeing at the time um, that, you know, things fell through, I actually saw them until about late December. So that actually does line up with then the timeline switching and shifting from November to January, because at that point, I was once again on Tinder. However... When I messaged Emily again after a month and a half, the reason that she didn't reply for three months was actually because she had just gotten back 
together with her ex and spent those three months trying to work things out with her ex, which of course ultimately didn't work out. But that forced the timeline to push back even further. So I reached out to her again late December. So then we were supposed to meet in January. However, she was back with her ex. So that was January, February, March. Three months that the timeline was ultimately pushed back. So after those three months, it led to us talking again, which led to meeting in April. So it went from November to January. Then finally, the actual first time we met was in April. But is that enough evidence to identify that she was the mystery girl? Uh, You know, I'm not really convinced. So we have to take a look at some other key factors here in the story. So the first clue that the psychic gives me is that this mystery person that I'm supposed to meet is near my area geographically. Now, at the time... Emily was actually living in Mississauga, 30 minutes from downtown Toronto, but she was going to school at Ryerson, which is in downtown Toronto. And of course, soon after, she actually moved to downtown Toronto. So in my book, that gets a checkmark. Now, the second clue that we're given is that this mystery person works in some sort of TV or media. Now, it's not clear what type of media or even what type of TV, but the only clues that were given is that this is not a famous person and that they likely work remotely within a background of media. At the time that I met Emily, and even now to this day, she is studying business and marketing, and she's had many internships where she has worked as part of the marketing department and social media management. So I think that gets a check mark in terms of job. The third clue that we're given is that this person is not a closed off person. They're actually maybe a little bit too open and just genuinely outgoing and bubbly. That gets a check mark. The fourth clue that I'm given is that I meet this person through a mutual friend and it's not intended as hooking us up, but rather just happens naturally and kind of sudden and unexpected. Now, Here's the weird thing. When I was seeing people uh, while Emily left me ghosted for three months, while I was seeing people, one of those people that I saw was actually a friend of Emily's. Um, And we found that out uh, later when we met. But uh, I went on a date with Emily's friend. Um, It didn't really go anywhere from there. Not only that, but literally the very first day working my new job in Toronto, I walk into the head office and in that head office, I happen to meet Emily's best friend. Now, at the time, I didn't know that this was her best friend. I was just meeting everybody there. Now, it turns out that my company shares a head office with her best friend's company. And that's how I met her best friend before I even knew who she was. So that to me gets a check mark. So the last two clues that we are given is that this mystery person somehow gets involved in my dance career and that we somehow end up working together. Now, there's a few things here. Now, first of all, I want to mention that every single dance video that I have posted in the past two years, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or wherever, was actually filmed by her. And not only that, but every single 
concept of every video, every single wardrobe, so like what I was wearing, every single location, everything was planned out by her. I basically just had to show up and dance and she did the rest. So that definitely gets a check mark. We also, of course, work together on this queer collective, even in this podcast right now that you're listening to or watching if you're on YouTube. So we start a queer collective together. We work on it together every single day, every concept, every idea, every piece of content that we produce, we work on it together. So that definitely gets a big, big check mark. And then, of course, there's some random thing in there about pink pants. Now, while that one is the weirdest of all, yeah, she has those two. Check mark. So there's just one last question to ask. Is Emily the mystery person? Well, with all the key identifying factors that we put together and the timeline that matches up, even with all of that, I can honestly 100% say that I'm not sure. And here's the thing. I'm absolutely okay with that. Here's the thing. I have never gone back to the psychic to ask her if Emily is the person that they were talking about. Uh, I have never gone back to confirm whether or not my hunch is correct. But the thing is that I don't need to. And honestly, I don't want to. The thing about the future is that it's supposed to be unknown. You're not supposed to know everything that's going to happen. You're not even supposed to know who comes into your life. I truly believe that if we get caught up trying to get it right, then we'll just end up missing out on the opportunities that we're standing right in front of our noses without us even knowing it. And I, for one, refuse to let that happen any longer. Whether or not she is the mystery person, I am perfectly happy in my life and where I am, whether she is this mystery love interest, whether she's not the mystery love interest, I honestly don't care and I don't want to know because you're not supposed to know. Life is supposed to be about spontaneity and surprises and taking the opportunities as they come and not trying to anticipate them because if you anticipate the future so much then you'll miss the present. So with that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any comments, suggestions, if you have your own psychic story, please, please do let me know. If you're on YouTube, post that in the comments. And if you're on the podcast app, follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. I promise I will reply. It's going to be linked in the description. So with that being said, until next time, I will see you in the next pod. Peace.